Windscape Chapter 16 The Big Clue A lady with a couple of toddlers in tow opened Jenny's cubicle door. Are you okay? she asked. Not so good, whimpered Jenny. Do you want some seasickness tablets? asked the lady. Jenny knew it was wrong to take sweets from a stranger, never mind drugs. Yes, please. Her face was still wet with tears. The toddlers began tussling in the doorway as the lady opened her handbag and searched inside. Uh, Here they are, she said, offering Jenny a tiny pink pill. Just place it on your tongue and... Oh, uh, what age are you? I'm ten, said Jenny. Ten, ten, muttered the lady. She read the small print on the back of the light blue pack. That's fine. Just put it on your tongue and it will melt. Jenny stuck her tongue out and watched as the toddler stuck theirs out right back at her. She shivered as the tablet dissolved. Thoughts of Wendy, Pavel and most of all McGovern were beginning to seep back into her mind. Jenny pulled herself up using the handle on the cistern and slumped back onto the toilet seat. Who's the big man waiting outside in the gangway for you? asked the woman. Your dad? No, Jenny sensed the lady's concern and decided to make the most of it. Her stomach had stopped cramping. He's my uncle, she lied. That was lie number ten or something, she thought. So I may as well just keep going. He's always hitting us and totally drained. It was easy for Jenny to cry, so she let the tears pour free. But he's a brute of a man, gasped the woman. She pulled her wriggling boys in close and eyed the door that led to the gangway with suspicion. My dad has warned him to leave us alone, but I've heard enough. Just you wait there a minute. Jenny watched as a woman produced a mobile from her bag. I'm going to call someone, she said. Jenny wondered who. The tall, skinny boy is my adopted brother, and that's my dog out there too. The woman showed her the palm of her hand as if to shush her, and then dialed a long number. Oh, said Jenny, suddenly remembering Wendy. The other man, the one with the fleecy jacket and the wispy hair, he's a nice man who, she managed to add a few deep sobs into the mix, (laughs) tried to help us. Michael, said the woman, it's Ruth here. There's a small girl on the ferry who's terrified. It's her uncle. He seems to be out of control. The woman cupped the phone and whispered, I'd say he was a violent type, yes. The woman smiled reassuringly at Jenny and then nodded as the other person on the phone chattered. Her toddlers had unravelled a toilet roll all over the wet floor. They were yelping with glee. The woman tried to catch one of their fleeing arms, but they giggled and ducked out of her reach. Yes, said the woman, now very distracted. And you'll bring the police? Excellent. She snapped the mobile shut and eyed the closed door. I'll go first. Don't worry about a thing. Be careful, warned Jenny. He drinks a lot, but it doesn't stop him driving his big truck. I'm so frightened he'll make us go with him. The woman flicked her phone open and updated Michael. Jenny took a deep breath as the door swung open. Outside in the gangway, Wendy struggled with Lord. The dog had taken an intense dislike to the big man called McGovern, Pavel thought he heard the lady's toilet door open at last. McGovern stepped back to let a lady with two toddlers come out into the gangway. Strangely, 
the woman glared at him in the most hostile way before dragging her children away. McGovern removed his cap in deference to the lady and smiled. The woman, however, answered the chivalrous gesture with a verbal attack of Herculean proportions. You're not fit to have children under your care, she finished. McGovern flinched and flushed bright red. But, but nothing. You're a bully and a brute. I'm a what? McGovern protested. Jenny popped her head out of the toilet door. The woman took Jenny's hand. If you so much as lay a hand on this young girl, I'll have you and your truck thrown off the ship. Pavel wondered who this woman was, to have such power. Jenny looked awful, haggard and gaunt. She stared up at McGovern and quailed. In a shaky voice, she whimpered, Don't hit us any more. Pavel felt his chest expand with pride. She was learning. His student was learning. He had guided her on the true path. The island of Mull soon loomed large on their starboard side as they neared Oban. They'd spent three hours beside the purser's office with no sign of McGovern. It was clear that he'd retreated to the bar for the duration. Thanks to Lord's incessant barking, Windy hadn't heard a thing. Seasickness is a curse, said Windy, staring at Jenny. I feel much better now said Jenny. The tablets the woman had given her had stopped the horrible feeling of nausea. Pavel had even complimented her on her ingenuity. You're a natural, he'd said. Fancy a bit of fresh air, said Windy. Jenny glimpsed a castle on her right, through the porthole in the door. Come on, said Pavel. He led them to the opposite door. They all stepped outside and held on to a rail. The water was much calmer now. What's that? Jenny pointed to a huge church with two towers. That's a cathedral, said Wendy. And that, said Jenny, her heart was racing. Above the town, on the brow of a steep hill, she could see a circular building that looked a bit like the pictures she'd seen of the Colosseum in Rome. That structure is supposed to be a folly, said Wendy. What's a folly? asked Pavel. Lord looked up at Wendy expectantly. A folly is a building built for fun. It's supposed to look impressive. Stand out. Why put all that energy into building on something like that? said Pavel. Wendy shrugged. It'd make a great sight for a wind farm. He licked his fingers and tested the wind direction. Oh, the WPD is perfect. Ignoring Wendy's words, Jenny caught Pavel's arm and heaved him further up the rail. She pointed at a dark building next to the harbour. That's it. It's the name of Dad's hospital. It's the girl's name that I couldn't remember. Pavel looked confused for a moment. He staggered after her, following her gaze. What girl's name? said Wendy, catching up with him. Alexandra, said Jenny. Her heart was pounding even faster.